Coming up on this episode, we begin by sharing our deepest secrets, the advantages of having a clone, and the best places to hide your router. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the differences between the Switch and the new Switch Lite, the end of the Windows password, and the beauty of giant conglomerates becoming friends again. It's all happening right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 248, recorded July 15th, 2019. Looped shoelaces. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, you, other things. We'll talk about them. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by two guys who always have something going on under the surface they don't want to share with us. What are their secrets? We're going to find out tonight. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, what are you hiding? <laughs> um, Let's just get right to the heart of it. Uh, what am I hiding? What's your That's deepest, darkest question. secret? Well, in my case, uh, I'm hiding that like just off screen is a bunch of un untouched moving boxes and other garbage. I mean, I'm also hiding the fact that just off screen for me is still many years later one untouched moving box. I mean, I appreciate your honesty, but we can't see what's behind like aside of you. You could have had more fun with that. Like, (laughs) aside of me are 1,000 unopened Shrek 2 DVDs. I got them at a yard sale, very cheap. If anyone wants one, they can send me a note and I will mail them one. That's the kind of fun stuff that could be beside you. That's true. Just off screen Uh, this way are the cloning pods with four different clones of me, all at different gestation (laughs) periods. Next week, it'll be a different man. Here's Here's a dope use case for clones. Okay, what I like if this. You, ha- you had, like, I guess this would even work with just one clone. You could just switch off. I guess this is what the parent trap is. This That's is twins. every twin movie ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. You just, like, do, like, half the thing. But clones would be good, right? Because, like, as long as you had some way to, like, sync your memories between you and your clone, right? Like, I could stay home and do the stuff I want to do, like, around the apartment. And then the clone could go to work and do the stuff I want to do around the work. And then maybe a third clone could go and like have fun and we could all be uh, me. Me could all be doing all the things. (laughs) Well, they they did a thing. They did a thing like that, which was um, the reality. This was gosh, this must have been 10 or 15 years ago. The reality show Big Brother um, did a twist on a season where they had a set of identical twins playing the game. And what they would do is every couple days, they would swap one twin into the house and take the other out. And they'd have like 20 minutes to explain to the other twin what has been going on in the house. And they'd switch them out. And they did this for like six weeks. And the house guests had no idea they were talking to a different person all the time. And they ended up, they ended up going several weeks and then finally they revealed it. And then both twins played the game and it was a whole thing. So, so they revealed it like no one figured it out. Yep. That's amazing. Well, they did it. They actually did it twice on the show. The second time they did figure it out, but only because the show had done it before. But the first time. Totally got away with it. It was actually quite funny because uh, this past weekend I had a wedding, my brother's wedding, which uh, he graciously had me uh, both officiate and best man. I was busy, but in his uh, groom's party, there was two sets of twins one of which was identical. And I'm sitting there talking with my grandmother at, at Grandma Flo at this event. And I, she says, uh, Sean, which, uh, which one is that over there? And I said, Grandma, honestly, all these years later, I've known these guys for since we were kids. I cannot still tell them apart. They are truly identical. Uh, they even have similar haircuts. It's very hard to tell them apart. And of course, he walks over and my grandma says, now you'll have to help us out because Sean here couldn't tell the difference between you two. Which one are you? She blew up my spot. Whoa. Can you believe it? She goes, I'm Ethan. And I go, fuck if I knew. Like, come <laughs> on, lady. This is ridiculous. I, I was I was really hurt. And then I told her, I'm like, Flo, you blew up my spot. Don't call me out like that. Ah, brutal. It's danger of I, clones. I feel it. <laughs> right. Well, clones, you wouldn't be able to tell at all, right? <laughs> exactly. <coughs> I didn't take that water well. Whoa. So, so what's new with you guys? <laughs> um, let's see. 
I've like bought a bunch of like home decor products recently. Ooh. I just paid my credit card bill. <laughs> Wait, what kind of home decor <laughs> products did you get? I got a shelf and I got a rug and Ooh, I you got, love a good shelf. I do. I got some throw pillows. I'm gonna get more shelves. Mm-hmm. Um I got some throw pillows. I got curtains and curtain rods. I got that might be it. I bought actually I got a ceiling fan and it either didn't come like either they said they delivered it and they didn't or someone stole it. Um, that would be a pretty big box to steal, I would think. You know, I, I thought so, too. But like it comes in pieces and I looked and the box wasn't actually that big. Uh, gotcha. Um, so. Uh, I also learned FedEx will just leave stuff anywhere like they don't give a fuck and they are not going to call up to your apartment. So <laughs> check your phone for notifications. Um, so that's cool. What else happened? I think that's all I can think of. Did, did you learn anything about home decor, home decorating? I don't know. You'll 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 have to be the judge now. Come visit me. <laughs> One of these weeks, we got to do a video tour. You can you can show us your place. Oh, yeah, we can judge maybe, it. Maybe yeah, maybe like August or something. I'll think I think I'll be done by August. I think that I think that I mean we're approaching episode two hundred and fifty here. I think that would be fun if we each did sort of a you know crib style. <laughs> That would be dope. Because uh, we counted <laughs> once how many different places we've all been in since starting doing this, and it's double digits. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah. Now we got to get just get Dan to be an owner. All right. <laughs> Good luck, Dan. I hear the real hey, estate is very reasonable. Wanna, any help that you want to offer, uh, you know, my my coffers are open. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that sounds like a very reasonable GoFundMe. Help Dan buy a place in New York. Hey, if, if we can do it, if we can get that done, then we can have our Cribs episode. It's That would be the incentive. So there we go. That's, That's what we'll start the Patreon for. I mean, you technically have a crib. That's true. I'll take it. It's just someone else's crib. You pay money to borrow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. Here's the thing I did. Okay. I haven't decided if this is a bad idea yet, but I put my router under the couch. It's amazing. Okay. Why is that amazing? Because it's not in the way at all. It, you can't even see it. Um, my one explainer for this is, like, my couch is not, like, a down-to-the-floor, like... It's like off. It's it's more like you took a chair that had a lot of space under it and and made it a couch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, there's a lot of space. It's not like covered in fabric or anything. Um, but it's great. That's a little. I'm I'm gonna say that's a life hack. As far right. as I can tell, it's not it's not adversely affecting my streaming performance this evening, and that's the only thing I use the internet for. So. Yeah, you've been really crisp since you moved. All these years, we thought it was the Mac, but I don't know. Maybe apparently it was not. Maybe did it work good in two apartments ago? Oh, that seems like so long ago. No, I think you were having no. You had issues all the way back to yeah. your the condo you rented before. Maybe it, like the internet has just gotten better. It just in general, just <laughs> overall, yeah. Yeah, they like fixed it. It was sure. broken. Well, for it's a 5G while. now, right? Colby, are you really not going to get one of those fancy new Mac Minis? Um, well, having just paid my credit card bill from the home decor, uh, I'm not going to get one right now. Oh, but that's too bad. Someday, I think about it every time I go on the Apple website. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like every time there's an Apple announcement, I go look at the thing. I'm like, I can really get a new Mac Mini. But I, I haven't yet. I think you got, look, Dan and I are on Windows, man. Get get on the Windows train. <laughs> Now's the perfect time. Maybe, maybe. 
Maybe I'll get a new Mac Mini and one of those uh, displays. The fancy boy displays. I forget what they're called. The $5,000 displays? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pro XDR? <laughs> well, I hear you got a lot of space on that credit card, so... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Pro Display XDR. Sounds unnecessary. Doggy. Man, it does look cool, though. The stand, like... This reminds me of the the thing with the Apple Watch. Well, I forget if that was the Series 2, where it would expel water by vibrating the speaker at a certain frequency. Yeah. It's, like, not going to come up that much, but when it does come up, it's so effing cool. This display stand is the same way. Like, you don't have to raise and lower your display that often, but when you do, this is so much better. Like, I, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the show, but I have monitor arms at work, which are great because they they can save space on your desk because you don't have to put the monitor on your desk, and they you can put them at whatever height you want. But if you have to adjust those, like, God forbid you move offices or change desks, that's going to be, like, 20 minutes of you, like, fucking around with screwdrivers and, like, disassembling things and hoping, praying that your monitor doesn't come crashing down onto the floor. So, stand is pretty cool. If the, if Apple sold the stand up separately for a thousand dollars, just a stand, just a just a the Apple branded Visa stand. Oh God, they would never do that. Nope, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> never. I like this. I like this picture on the bottom of the the Pro Display XDR of like the uh, sample studio. Uh, here I'll post the link in the in the thing. Scroll down two thirds of the way where it says "Many Creatives, One Vision," and they've got these like two sample uh, studios sort of side by side. Uh, and between the two of them, uh, one of them looks reasonable, I guess. It's got some like hard drives underneath. The one on the right has no keyboard, which is a little strange. But then also they're using Bluetooth Beats headphones, the same Beats headphones I have. It seems unlikely. Yeah, it seems unlikely. And what is clearly based on that other peripheral and the soundproofing, this is a music studio. With the one bookshelf speaker. With the one bookshelf speaker and the Beats headphones. It's like, okay, Apple, that's a little... You're going to have to give us uh, some $3,000 headphones before you can put your headphones in there in all honesty. they got to have gold-plated headphone jacks. Have a gold-plated gold Bluetooth. Are there monster Bluetooth cables? That would be great. I'm sure there are. Remember with the, the old like uh, VGA cables and stuff, you used to be able to get the gold ones, and it was a better signal? I still mm-hmm. think you can link, get gold link. HDMI cables. I'm pretty <laughs> oh sure I've seen God. those. You can get um, the Monster Rave Box Bluetooth speaker. Let me post that bad boy in there. That sounds aggressive. The party never ends with your Monster Rave Box, the ultimate Bluetooth party. Jesus. You'll, you'll be grooving to a spectacular synchronized multicolored light show. This is so Shit, upsetting. <laughs> Look at this thing. It just blasts like a unicorn in your face. (laughs) Ravebox let you take the festival home with deep pounding bass and dazzling kaleidoscope colored light show. That's not even a good sentence that pulses in sync to the music. Oh my god, this this whole paragraph is magic. In the early days of hip-hop, the boombox was a symbol of power and defiance. People brought the newest music to the streets, and DJs blasted their latest beats. Now we rave together with the global dance movement known as EDM. <laughs> the monster rave box is the classic boombox taken to a whole new level. This sucks. It really does. Wow. I'm gonna thank I'm gonna God, look up I'm gonna see God this thing in action. Those people started hip hop so we could get EDM. Like where would we be today? I mean it's really a straight line connection from one to the other. <laughs> uh, they have all like I was scrolling down, they have related items and they're all crazy. This one looks like it just has a flashlight in it. Yeah. 
Well, you can't party I'm... in the dark. <laughs> Baby blaster form factor. Baby All blaster. right, now you're just making stuff up. Stop that. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, That's what it blaster. says. It's this one. It sounds like a Nerf gun. <laughs> Baby blaster. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally going to be wasting some time on here during the show. But I, but I love that the Monster Firecracker JP100 Classic Rock Edition has uh, a high intelligibility mic for phone calls. High intelligibility. Yes. I mean, that's how I like my microphones. I like them to be intelligible. <laughs> you know, I, these cables are not as expensive as I remember them being. The, you mean the Ultra HD Black Platinum 4K High Speed HDMI with performance indicators? <laughs> Dan, a 12-foot cable. What would you pay for okay, a 12-foot no, HDMI I just cable? Found it. I just found it. Yeah. yeah. $150. Okay, like it. With performance indicators. The performance indicators light up to indicate resolution. Oh, my God. That's so useful because I can't, like, normally I have to look at my TV to figure out that information. But this, I can turn my TV around, get back into the dusty innards and look at it right on the cable. Honey, can you check the TV cables? I don't think this is 4K. Oh, it's loaded with precision monster technology. Loaded. Precision this is amazing. That's sort of oxymoronic. Precision monster. Well, I guess you could have a monster that was precise. I take it back. I never thought of it that D&D way. monsters that are pretty precise, Colby. Mm. Like the, I don't know. I don't have a good example. Me either. It's been too long. <laughs> Way too long. All right. What happens if I want to work at Monster? <laughs> Here, you you all can see this for yourself. It needs to be uh, seen. Whoops. Oh, the, there are no careers. There are no monster. careers there. <laughs> Looks like there's a little bit of a PHP error in the upper left. PHP. Tags. Please, please include the closing parenthesis. <laughs> or closing quote. Uh-huh. Classic. Love it. I miss PHP. Should we have the PHP show? <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about PHP all day long. Pretty PHP on the pretty brain. hype podcast. <laughs> well, we'll call it Addicted to PHP. Pretty hip podcasting. <laughs> pretty horrible podcast. You know, speaking of podcasting, um, I was thinking about this before we came on the air, and it circles back to where we started the show with your deepest, darkest secrets, but... <laughs> I was trying to come up with uh, uh, some picks for this evening, and I was thinking, are there any podcasts that you listen to that you wouldn't tell other people you listen to? That, that you're not, not embarrassed or ashamed, but you're just like, if I explain this to people, they wouldn't get it? Let's um, see. Let's see. I am very willing to explain things, even if I don't think people will get it. Uh-huh. Like, I'm willing to, to put in that work. Mm-hmm. I'm a little ashamed to listen to Pod Save America most days. Okay, I get that. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I mean, Roderick on the line, outside of, like, present company excluded. And I still You're don't ashamed? get it. I'm not ashamed, but, like, I'm not going to tell, like, some, I think twice about wearing my Super Train shirt just on the off chance that someone asked me what that is. I have worn it, and people have asked me what it is, and I enjoy I enjoy the look of sheer confusion. Of immediate regret. <laughs> I should have never asked I about just the don't, damn shirt. Like, maybe I need to rehearse my explanation. Elevator for pitch? Super, right. And then, like, maybe I'll feel, I won't feel anxious about it. Uh, here's, here's, I, here's my rehearsed explanation. Ready? Like, you know how the world's kind of going to shit and we've got the climate change. We've got all this politics stuff. The music's not that great. You know, there's a lot of things that could be going better, uh, but no one seems to be really doing much about them. Like it's just, there's not much movement in that area. So when it gets bad enough in our deepest, darkest hour, you will hear the call of a train coming down the tracks. 
And you have a choice at that moment. You either get on the train now or you're not getting on the train. And so you always have to be ready for super train. Super train is the train that's going to come. It's going to solve climate change. It's going to fix our political problems. And it's going to have bitchin' music. And that's why I'm running for president of the United <laughs> States of America. That was very patriotic. That was very Independence Day. Thanks. <laughs> there is this... Oh, okay, we... There's this later on episode. I'm sure you haven't gotten to yet, Colby. <laughs> John, have you gotten to the part where he runs for city council yet? Yeah, and okay. he lost. Yes. So he gets. He, there's this uh, come to Jesus episode where he reflects. Finally, years later, reflects back on his uh, city council run, and it's like, you know, oh god, if I had won the nomination, can you imagine the attack ads that could have been cut out of our episodes? <laughs> I think we should enslave all the middle schoolers and put them to work on the trails. <laughs> John Rodder, to enslave your children. John Rodder, the worst idea. Punk though. rock is bullshit. That <laughs> <laughs> one's even from the podcast. <laughs> have you ever read that article? I never yeah, have. It's so long. I should check it out. It's so long. <laughs> ah, yeah. John Roderick. But anyway. Sean, do you have a podcast that... Uh... Oh, yeah, several. Anyhow. Are you going to share them, or are you nope. just asking? No, that was the whole point, is if I share them, they're no longer... Too... It's not that they're embarrassing, but it's just like... There are certain things that I find funny that the majority of people don't find funny, and it's just one of those... I I feel like I've picked podcasts publicly on the show that people are like, okay, Sean, go, <laughs> you do your thing. Go nuts. Uh, so... So I'm just going to keep to myself. We'll see. If you want to know, tweet at me at Sean Jennings. I'll tell you. Yeah. Some things are better left unspoken. <laughs> um, why don't we roll on to some tech news? We've blathered on long enough. And we have some stories. It's, it's unfortunately July is a really quiet month. We, we haven't quite gotten back to school pre-Christmas yet. We still got until august for that to happen so we're, we're gonna be a little quiet but we had a few announcements this week guys any particular place you want to begin i have been so excited about all this banter i haven't even looked okay switch should we start with the switch light uh, yeah let's start with the switch light because we kind of teased it last week a little bit we talked a little bit about what, what our expectations were for this new mini switch um, and it's here. The Nintendo Switch Lite was revealed this week, coming in at $199. That's 100 off the old unit, traditional unit. Um, and for that, you get a streamlined version of the Switch. But here's the differences you need to know. On the pro side, it is significantly lighter uh, to hold. Um, it also is sturdier, mainly because the Joy-Con controllers are now part of the device. You cannot remove them. They are permanently attached. Uh, it's got slightly improved battery life. Um, it has a slightly smaller screen, a 5.5 inch compared to the 6.2 inch on the full size switch, um, on the sort of negative side, unfortunately, um, it will not be able to connect to a television. There will be no dock. There will be no uh, outputting of the display. Uh, and you do lose some because the joy cons are permanently attached, um, without the, the rumble and the sensors and some of that stuff, you do lose some play in certain games, um, unless you purchase an additional pair of joy con controllers separately. Um, other than that, they're largely identical. Um, you know, if you've seen it, you kind of get the idea of what it looks like. Uh, it is launching on September 20th, as I mentioned for one nine nine ninety nine. It'll come in three colors, gray, yellow, and, uh, turquoise, as they say, as well as a special light gray Pokemon sword in shield edition. Neat. I That's... go ahead, Colby. Oh, I was going to say like. I would be okay with all of those things, except that it doesn't plug into the TV. Yeah, that's what you're paying for. Yeah, I guess that's the, the trade-off. Um, I feel like business-wise, it's probably a, a, a good decision, though. Like, $100 less? Yeah, $199 is, is a really great, easily digest. Once you get that one at the beginning, that's a digestible yeah. price. Yeah. Plus, like... It's fun to play in the the that form factor, like 
I, you know, I don't know. Is it smaller? Did you say that? Like it smaller, lighter? Yeah. Thing? So according to the, uh, the articles I read, imagine your current switch mm. um, with only one Joy-Con attached. And that's about uh, how wide it is in total. It's a it's a 5.5 inch screen versus a 6.2 inch screen. Yeah. Yeah, I think honestly that might make it like great for the I mean part of the problem with it is like yeah, it's pretty good but like it has the Kindle problem but worse where if you're like laying in bed holding it up to your face it gets really heavy pretty fast. Have you done this? Yes. <laughs> I've if you're not, what are you? What games are you go, playing? Go do it right now. <laughs> Mostly Civilization. Okay. It takes so long and it's slow. It's really engaging. <laughs> uh, you don't need to sell me on Civilization. I know. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bet that $100 is going to be worth it for them. Well, and I think when you have a device that at $299 and $199, right, you have to have a feature that's worth paying another $100 for. And to me, the only feature you can really get away with pulling out is the the connection to the TV. And I think there's a certain percentage of people who are going to look at $199 and say, well, but I can throw in another $100 and it becomes a two-way, 360, use-it-everywhere device. Yeah. Which I think in a lot of cases is going to be worth it to somebody. Yeah. Honestly, um, like it, it would probably still be worth it to me I think, to get that. I think this is more of a kid's device. This is yeah. more of that DS replacement. This like someone our age is probably going to get the full switch, but I think in that sort of teen tween crowd who probably already have a PlayStation or an Xbox at home and have something for TV gaming, and their parents don't want to spend money or they don't have that much money to spend, I think the one ninety nine is a great price for for uh, a portable device like this. Right. Didn't they also announce that they're making a new rev of the regular Nintendo Switch with slightly better hardware? <sighs> announced is a strong word. They okay. sort of said it without saying. You know, it's one of those things where they don't want people to stop buying the old ones. So they're going to slowly right. phase in. Yes, it's going to have a new processor that they say will improve battery life. Um, but that's pretty much all you're going to get out of it. But they haven't really said when they're going to start showing up in these new in the uh, in the traditional Switch. Switch Classic. Got it. Yeah. So I, they're going to sell a ton of these at Christmas. An I, absolute ton. Yeah, I would be curious. I could see it happening. I could see it being a little bit of a flop. Um, okay. Because, again, if I'm a kid, right, like, and maybe kids don't work this way or think this way anymore. But if I was a kid growing up and I was looking at this, I would really want the one that can hook up to my TV because I can play with other people. Like, I guess maybe you could hook up like the Bluetooth controllers to the Switch Lite, but you wouldn't be able to see very well. So that to me would be the killer app. I think Colby is more the target audience in some ways uh playing like a more casual game cares about portability like that seems to be the super sweet spot i see as someone who knows nothing about children today i'm gonna go ahead and say this but do kids get together in a room and play games with each other i assume they all sat alone in their know. rooms and played remotely you know over the i internet. don't know this is this is my question <laughs> i i know they definitely do that a lot you know, but how Based many on all of the Fortnite merchandise I see in the airports? Well, well, that's the question is and you guys will have to answer this because I'm not a Switch Nintendo expert by any stretch. Are there a lot of really good sort of multiplayer games for the Switch? Yes, because I think developers realize that up until now, every Switch has come with two controllers. So there's a lot of good co-op stuff, mm -hmm. especially Especially good co-op indie games. But in terms of, like, remote play, like, do you guys ever play with anyone online? Like, each yeah. other, or... Yeah? I think... I don't. Um, I think what they need is, like, LAN play. Like, mm. is that a thing? Right? Like... Everyone bring your own device. Right. And then you all play the thing. 
Because I do think kids are used to being on cell phones and tablets, right? It's that old sort of Wii U argument where the screen shouldn't be up in front of you. It should be in your hands for better or worse. But I agree with you, Dan. It's that also that question of parents who are going to, you know, at that age, the parents are buying the devices, not the kids. And the parents are going to say, well, do we spend the extra hundred bucks and you can hook it up to the TV and the whole family can play it? I think there's mm-hmm. going to be a good market for both. Uh, I'm curious what the research says in terms of who buys what. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because yeah. I think, like I said, I think they were really smart to price it $100 apart. Because I think that's just the right enough amount of money for someone to say either I need the TV hookup and it's worth $100 or I don't need it and I'll save the money. Like, I feel like they really priced that well. So we will have to wait and see. Maybe I'll get yes, one. No. no, I'm not going to get one. I never use it. <laughs> Sean doesn't like games. I don't. I truly don't. I truly don't. I just don't have it. I'm such a passive guy. I don't. I don't want to interact with my content. Hard pass. Um, cool. So look for that coming out September twentieth to a store near you guys. What else we got? Talk to me about the news. I want to talk about passwordless. Okay. Love it. Let's do it. Big Windows story. We're going to talk about Windows enough. Let's talk about Windows 10. Um, Microsoft is planning to make Windows 10 PCs work without passwords. Um, It will be part of uh, the next major update to Windows 10 next year. Um, You'll soon be able to enable a passwordless sign-in for Microsoft accounts on a Windows 10 device. Uh, That means they will use either Windows Hello Face Authentication, which uses kind of like Face ID, uh, fingerprints, or a PIN code. Uh, The password option will simply disappear from the login screen. Um, uh, Microsoft argues the PIN code is far more secure than a password um, because uh, the fact that the code is stored on the device and not shared online, Windows 10 stores your private key on a device with a trusted platform module, which is a secure chip that keeps a PIN local to your device only. Servers can be compromised and password stolen, but a Windows Hello PIN won't be affected now it's only an option they're not going to force people to do it they're only allowing them to do it um as well as businesses uh through azure active directory um like i said at some point next year so is this windows hello hello face thing does that work with (laughs) any webcam no so um all the new windows laptops are more or less coming with the sort of infrared whatever special camera setup allows them to do the the strong face detection again that whatever that face id connect technology they have um they've been slowly Mm -hmm. um forcing manufacturers to put it in their uh laptop cameras Mm. they have demands Hmm. gotta have them standards yeah that's great I can't wait for the days that passwords disappear. They've kind of mostly disappeared for me because everything's in one password. Mm. And it's a great life to live. Can I ask you guys a question about it that? It really is. Yeah. yeah. I use LastPass, but it's, you know, same idea. I love it on my mobile device to sign into stuff. With, with the Face ID, it's great. What do you guys do if you create a new account? How do you... On s- what? On your on your device, like in a browser, you sign up for something, or in an app, you sign up for something. Is there a way to get it to automatically load back to your password manager? So what I do is when I get to the new account screen, right? Yeah. I pop open the share sheet for. I don't know if LastPass works like this, but I pop open the share sheet for one password, create a new login with a password, and have it autofill. Oh, so I, I do tried it like that. through one password. Oh, it doesn't okay. always work because that's that to well, me is like yeah. the big flaw in in the system is it's really good at filling stuff in and it's really not good about saving stuff yeah the yeah. thing well, i feel like on mobile it's terrible about saving stuff oh yeah it's it's a real pain the filling's great I tried to make accounts on the desktop for that reason because the the web the browser extensions seem to do a much better job oh, for of sure. seeing that you signed up for something and be like, hey, you want me to remember this thing? Yep. Otherwise, I'd kind of try to do what Colby did. Okay, I'll have to try that. 
yeah. So this uh, definitely could be interesting. Unfortunately, uh, as I said, you're going to have to have a device that um, supports these things. Um, having the trusted platform module chip, um, as well as the hello cameras, if you do it that way, a fingerprint reader, if you do it that way, or the pin. So older computers won't be able to uh, right. do, be able to do bonus that. bonus things. Yep. <laughs> What was I? Do? Oh, I was I was doing the iPad yesterday. I was doing something on my iPad, and I was like, "Oh, Touch ID was kind of nice." Damn it! I I do like, by the way, the doing an iPad, which is your version of having a catch. <laughs> like I was doing an iPad. Yes, I w- I was doing an iPad. Yeah, I miss Touch ID on when I had a MacBook Pro for work. <laughs> Do you think if they ever got under glass fingerprint reading working really well, they would abandon Face ID and go back? I don't know. I go back and forth on this. On uh, the one hand, it is like kind of way more dope of a feature, Face ID. Like it feels way more impressive. And I think there's that's not nothing. It's also better in some circumstances and. I don't know how much worse it is in like it it so rarely can't at this point like I think early on it was less reliable but at this point uh if I'm like what did I I had to put something over my whole face like a bandana over my whole face because I was robbing a bank the other day uh-huh uh, and you were checking Twitter <laughs> as right. one does. You know, you're waiting around like being in the army most of robbing a bank is just sitting there doing nothing waiting hurry up and wait um so and then it didn't work that's a little bit of a bummer but then if your hands are dirty touch id won't work and that happens to me way more washing dishes and and cooking um that's like honestly i check my phone so much when i'm cooking because i want to that's where i put the recipe almost all the time mm mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think if they could, if they could have both, I don't know. This is not a very Apple-y thing to do, but both would be great. That's true. I think they wouldn't because, like, when Face ID happened, they had the whole thing where it's like it's like thousands of times less likely to to be you know to let someone who is not uh, you into your phone and like blah blah blah. Also, the I mean the 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 that tech is useful for other things a fingerprint reader is only useful for the one thing yeah i i think the only the only way they would do it is because they want to get rid of the notch at the top and go edge to edge screen and at that point Mm. i think we've seen some of the more like cutting edge phone manufacturers get a camera lens under the screen that works but i don't think they can get all of the infrared stuff and the other nonsense going on um, also under the screen. So my guess would be if they really want to do true edge to edge, they would have to do it with a, an underscreen fingerprint reader. Cause I don't think they can get the camera tech to do it. That's a total wild speculation other than design wise. I agree with you. I don't know why they would after pushing face ID so hard. I don't know why they would go back. Um, yeah. So the security thing is a good point. Colby. I agree with you. Yep. Yeah. Well, good. Then we solved it. Dope. That was easy, as they say. We solved it. Uh, we got time for one more story here, guys. And we've got a few things floating around here. Not a lot, but a few. But a few. We got uh, Google, Apple, Facebook, the big guys. Oh, man, YouTube's coming back. We talked about that. We did uh, a year ago, in fact. Uh, yeah. We talked about the big beef between uh, Google and Amazon. Uh, the beef is officially over. YouTube is back on Fire TV devices uh, right now. You can check it out um, after a year and a half of a fight with Amazon. Uh, additionally, Amazon's Prime Video is also launching with support for Chromecast and more widespread Android TV devices. According to Amazon, the YouTube app will be available on the following devices, the Fire TV Stick, the Fire TV Cube, uh, along with uh, Fire Edition Smart TVs. Um, Amazon promises that more Fire TV devices will be getting YouTube in the coming months. Um, they haven't said anything about the Echo Show devices um, in terms of having a YouTube app. 
Uh, on the Google side of things, as I mentioned, the Amazon Prime Video Map app for iOS and Android will now work with Chromecast devices and stream directly from those app to TVs, and the Prime Video app for Android TV is getting much wider rollout. Yay, conglomerates. They can <laughs> be friends, too. Bow down to our corporate overlords. And on Prime Day, no less, America's favorite holiday. <laughs> right. Are you guys? Oh, I forgot it was Prime Day. Well, I was going to ask if you're pro because I know that there's a lot of people buying stuff. There's also a lot of people protesting Prime Day because of the you know Amazon's treatment of their workers. So people are boycotting it. Colby took the third route and just didn't remember it was happening, which is also acceptable. (laughs) Isn't that the worst for them? Like, wouldn't they hate that the most? That I total indifference. Yeah. Right. I, I didn't feel compelled at all to look and so it was like i this is an easy thing to protest so sure why not i'm protesting yeah i don't know there's i and the, the whole point of sales like it's really hard to go to a sale and not spend money that you weren't going to spend otherwise mm-hmm. so you're losing money you're not saving money yes exactly so i just most sales i i try soaring off of uh the steam sales except i will say steam and nintendo switch had a sale if there's a game on my wish list during a steam sale i will buy it but i do not go shopping for games during one of these Mm -hmm. big like playstation network or whatever yeah that's fair i feel like steam was the i don't know how they do that what they do but that was like i have i own hundreds of games on steam (laughs) Uh, like, I probably own more games on Steam than hours of Steam games that I've played. It's, like, incredible for them. They're smart folks. They're getting your money either way. Play, yeah. it, play it or don't. Yeah. They're still getting paid. Now, I'm I'm thinking about, like, whether or not I should upgrade my Kindle. But this is the thing happening. What Kindle do you have now? The paper white is that a thing? It, it is, but I, the the question is which generation. So it was like the one I have was the fancy one when I bought it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. pretty sure it doesn't even Those exist. Pre Oasis, pre Voyage was that the Kindle Kindle Voyage? Well, they still sell the paper white. I still think that's the fanciest. I think the Oasis looks really fancy, though. Oh, which one's that? Jesus. It's like, it seems big Kindle and it has the... Yeah, there's Kindle, Kindle Paperwhite. Yeah, Kindle Oasis. There you go. 249 But that's a big boy. That's a 7-inch. Right. And it's got that- 25 LEDs. It's got auto-adjusting light sensors so and ergonomic great. design. Do they still, is, do they still have WhisperNet? Is that still a thing? I don't think they talk about it anymore. I think it's still a thing. I liked how that was a big deal when it first came out. Yeah, you can get the Kindle Oasis. Uh, Is it on sale? Oh, it's on pre-order. You can't even buy it yet. When does this come out? Oh, July 24th. It's not even available yet. I think they just updated it. Did they? Yeah. Ah, yes. I have the Kindle Voyage. That's the one. No, you can save 35% on a Kindle Paperwhite with uh, Prime Day. I purchased it in November of 2014. Well, that's a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah. it is a pretty good run. It still works. Mm-hmm. The problem is, so the problem is all the paint, like the paint has been falling off and it gets everywhere. The paint? Though, and it's probably not paint, but like whatever coating is on the outside that gives it the black color has been like flaking off. I don't know. It's not the right time for me to be. Uh... Well, you can get the last generation Oasis for a uh, 23% off, 80 bucks off. Prime day deal. Anyway. <laughs> what does it do with all those LEDs? Blows your eyeballs out. That's why I got to wear these damn glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, the only thing I do on days like prime days i follow the wire cutter deals account um mm. on twitter and um i definitely i uh, i definitely didn't buy anything 
Yeah, I'm, I'm totally. I didn't buy any. I promise. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I, I support the workers. I definitely didn't buy uh, a clothes hamper that I was planning to buy anyway. Oh. But it's got three yeah. separate containers for my lights, my darks, and my work shirts. I mean, I'm just saying that. Think of all the time I'm yeah. going to save not having to sort them. We are really, really boring. That's all I'm going to say. What are you talking John? about? Come on. A hamper? Can you even get yourself like a, a cool new robot vacuum or anything? Uh, First of all, I've been waiting for that to go on sale. And if it had gone on sale, I would have bought it. And second of all, Dan, I already spent all my money. Mm. That's it. There's no, on I what? can only a afford house? hampers. Uh, a house, a car, a cat, <laughs> three weddings <laughs> this year. Oh, three weddings. You know, Dan, the, the, the tap's running dry for the fun budget. The fun budget has been uh, depleted. Fun budget. You got yourself, get yourself a fun cooker. You can raise your fun budget. <laughs> oh, no, I want the Tracy Jordan meat machine. <laughs> uh, here comes the fun cooker. <laughs> anyway... Regardless, um, why don't we go ahead and move on to picks, the part of a show where each of us brings something we want to share with the world. And we've got a nice selection of picks here. I'm going to go first because my name is here at the top of the list. And I'm finally picking these. My glasses, if you've seen the video version of the show, you know I've been wearing glasses. Um, they're from Felix Gray, uh, the fine folks over there at shopfelixgray.com. Uh, and their gimmick is uh, what they call... I think they call them designer computer glasses, I think is technically what they call them. Uh, they do come in, you can get them in prescription. Um, but basically they offer three different kinds of glasses, your traditional optical, uh, those come with a blue light and a glare eliminating filter. Those are what I use at work. I've also gotten these, which are the sleep glasses. They have a different brown kind of tint um, that you're supposed to wear before bed that help um, eliminate different types of glare and such to help you sleep better at night. And then they also have sunglasses. The ones I'm wearing here are the Nash, if you're interested, Nash and in black. Um, I've been wearing them for about a month now. And guys, I got to tell you, I notice a difference. Well, they like work with your sleeping or with your, eyes. I would say bigger impact or, with the or sleeping with your performance. Are you, uh, Dan, I've never, code. Dan, I've never had a performance <laughs> problem. Let me be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, what, what's happened is I started, I wore them very good for the first two weeks and it's hard to tell difference. And then like, cause I've been so busy with the wedding and all the other stuff going on that I've kind of forgotten to wear them. Um, and I notice I get more tired and I have more headaches when I don't wear them. And it's not like I did an intentional test. This is me just forgetting. And then I'm like, why do I have a headache? Why don't I feel? And it's like, oh, I didn't wear my glasses today. Um, I say the night glasses mm -hmm. definitely had an impact. The work glasses, they help. Um, I wouldn't say you go crazy, but what's great about these is they're if you don't need prescription uh, and you're just getting the clear lenses, the prices aren't crazy. Um, I think they're like 80 or 90, yeah, they're like 90, 100 bucks a pair. Um, I think the quality is pretty good. Um, I haven't really had any issues with these. Um, like I said, I got a pair for work and a pair for home, and I, I've really liked them, and they've worked for me. I'm going to continue to wear them. So shopfelixgray.com. Um, great with an A. You can uh, check it out there. Give a shot. And they're free. And what I did was I ordered four pairs. I returned two of them to check out some different styles. So they do have free returns. You can try them for 30 days if you don't like them. So give it a shot if you're looking to mix it up. Um, Colby, how about you? What do you got? Okay. Don't be, so. don't now, Colby, don't get too excited about this. <laughs> I'm not too excited. My pick is an app. It's an app called Drafts. I heard about it. I've heard about it for probably years on other podcasts. People like it. Um, what? So the thing that it's, it's hard to explain what it is. It's sort of like a notepad app. But the point, the point I think is that you it's, it's for drafts, right? So like, I don't know, maybe you are uh, typing a big, long message into Slack and everyone's had the experience like you're typing a big, long message into Slack. You accidentally hit enter and you send it before it's done. And then like the person starts answering, but you didn't finish. So like they're confused and it's a whole thing. So like you could use drafts, you can type, 
into drafts. And then when you're finished and satisfied with your big long message, you put it into Slack. What I realize is this covers like 98% of what I want from a note app. Like I used to use Bear as my note taking app. Drafts does that for me. I've not in, in three months. I've been using this for a couple of months now. I haven't used Bear at all because this is the only thing I need it for. Like it's always there with a blank sheet. So like, you know, if something's happening at work and it's like, oh, I need to write this down. I just write it down in there and do whatever with it after. Um, it like saves your stuff so you can go back to it later. You can like, I don't know. There's, a, I think there's like an archive of things. I've never used it. I always just trash things, but I don't know. It's been really useful. And like, it's not exciting. It's really boring. So what's the, why would I use this over bear? Cause the stuff just goes away. Stuff goes away. Yeah. What? Why do I want the stuff to go away? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't want your stuff to go away, but like, why do you want your stuff to go away? What are you hiding? <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Like, I guess I just don't like take notes, or I don't take notes very often. Like, I don't. Uh, take notes of things I need to keep very often. And when I do need to keep them, I end up putting them in something else. Like, um, like my work, for example, we use like Google docs for everything ad nauseum, even though it's terrible for 50% of things. So like if I'm like writing something to share with people, it's going into a Google doc at some point. Um, and then once it's in the Google doc, it doesn't, I don't need to keep it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, how is search? I've never used search again, Dan. The stuff goes away. <laughs> Why are you writing it down? Because you need to put it in something else. You need to put it. It's 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 uh eventual consistency. I don't know. It's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like you ever been walking with like too many groceries in your hand and then you're like you got to temporarily set something down but you set it down on top of a trap door that falls into a pit <laughs> of nothing. It's kind of like that. Where it's like I got rid of it. I needed a place so to put it and now it's gone. I spend money to send my notes to nowhere so that they go away. The, the best part, I have not spent any money on this. I've just been using the free version and it's completely sufficient for what I need for it. Um. I I understand your perspective, Dan. I don't, I didn't understand for a long time. And then like, I tried the thing before I understood and I still didn't understand. So I stopped. And then one day I had something and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll try this. Actually, you know what it was when I realized there was a Mac app? Like I tried it on my phone first. Didn't get it. But when I realized there was a Mac app, I got it on my Mac and I was like, Oh yeah. So I don't know. It's it's really boring. It's a really boring Mac app, <laughs> but it does ex- it does exactly what I need it to do. Okay, know. well, check it out. Give it a give it a shot. Let us know what you think. Drafts uh, on the Mac App Store and the iOS App Store and the iPad OS App Store. We'll have to start saying. Um, and uh, yeah, tweet at us if you're uh, if you like your stuff going away forever. All right, Dan, take us home. I don't. I, I opened the link to this, and I'm just confused as to what's going on. So you're gonna have to break this down for me. Uh, so this is a video game called Persona Five. This is my guilty pleasure video game. I can't believe I didn't pick this earlier. I would describe this game as uh, Pokemon meets a high school simulator. So you you're this like character who leads these dual lives like during the day you go to school and you have to study and you have to like you know have relationships or not and like do all these things you have to have a part-time job but then at night you sort of inception yourself into people's brains and and make them repent for their evil ways. Uh and in the brain verse you can like go around and capture these different spirits and use them in battle and train them and level them up and combine them in different ways and collect them all to get certain things and all like the Pokemon stuff. And that would that 
that gameplay is really good. I, for the longest time, avoided this game because I was like, I do not want to be like playing an anime high school simulator for half the time. That does not sound fun. But 80% of the time, the story is really good and the characters are really compelling and not at all tropey. 20% of the time, they are a little bit tropey and it's a little bit lame and corny. But most of the time, it's really good. And the art style is beautiful. It has these full, like, uh, video cutscene things done in the style of, like, a Miyazaki movie. It looks really, really cool. Uh, check out Persona 5 only on PlayStation 4. And the other reason I didn't play this game for a long time was because I was waiting for it to come out on the Switch. Um, but it won't. So, but be aware that there's a new version of this game coming out on the PS4 with more content in December, I think. Uh, so, FYI. Cool. Well, you October get- 31st. And if you can't wait, you can get it for nineteen ninety nine for the PS4 right now. Right now. Also, oh, here's my real guilty pleasure. I have played this game over the past couple months, since about April. Mm, 60 hours. And I think I'm maybe three quarters of the way done. Like, I don't think I'm close to done yet. It is a long game. Damn. Well, that's good. There's also like a little bit of time management because like you only can do so much stuff in a day. You can't just run around like in most video games and then be like, okay, now I'm going to go to sleep. You only have so many actions you can take per day, including going into someone's brain and working your job and studying, but you have to go to school. And like, so there's a a little bit of uh, fun time management problems too. Persona 5. It's good, I promise. Dope. Very cool. Check it out. PS4. Play it. Uh, Wonderful. All right. Well, that is just about it for this evening, guys. Unless you've got anything else you want to uh, say or do. Mm. Any parting words of wisdom? No, I have no parting words of wisdom. Okay. My side, my side project is coming along. I'm excited. Dan's got so much stuff. Honestly, if there's any reason to tune in next week and the following weeks, it's because Dan's got a lot of stuff going on. Next week, I should have a URL that you can see pictures on. Ooh, How's boy. that? How's that? Wow, news? you're really putting it down. Now you gotta. <laughs> yeah. Now you gotta follow I through. I worded that to be as vague as and and non-comprehensible as possible. Oh boy, I hope that's non-comprehensive not rather. Um, cool. Alrighty. No, hey, that works for me. That's a great tease. I got another small tease. Folks should be checking. We're smack in the middle of Rapid Fire July over on Up for Debate at UpForDebate.tv. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with that. Um, Matt somehow managed to record an episode while he was in Italy. This week, uh, we'll be publishing a new episode later on. We're doing a two-part, guys, as fans of the show, you know a beloved segment. We've done it a few times. We only do it once a year. That's right. It's the return of... Trivia night. No. Try again. It's not Super Bowl prop bets. This this or that. This or that is back. Colby wins. Someone's been listening. The long way to return to this or that, and even better, we have a special two-parter. Starting this week, I will ask Matt the this or that questions, and the next week, Matt will ask me the this or that questions. And here's a small tease of a question I ask Matt, which is, Fighting in non-fighting sports, especially uh, baseball Mm. and hockey, is it an important historical part of a classic American game or outdated and dangerous assault in the year 2019? The answer may surprise you. So um, you'll have to tune in to UpForDebate.tv or wherever you get podcasts. Check out UpForDebate coming out later this week. Sounds delightful. And it will be. And we'll be back next week with more Don't Panic. You can check out our website, don'tpanic.io. Get links to all the shows, audio, video, as well as links to all of the picks we described tonight. Uh, You can also go ahead and uh, subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. Just look up Don't Panic. 
uh, on Overcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, we're there. You can also get in contact with us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter or email us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. We do the show live Monday nights about 10, 15 Eastern uh, over at facebook.com slash show or at twitch.tv slash show. Hang out with us in those respective places. That is going to do it for us on this uh Balmy July Monday. We'll be back next week with more tech news and uh, news from Dan. Until then, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for more Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.